Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Get Up and Dad podcast, the show where we interview interesting parents doing interesting things. This could be anything from a super duper tech dad to a busy business mommy blogger. Let's get up and Today on the show we have the amazing Zara Dawson. Who is Zara Dawson? She is a competitive female bodybuilder, two times Northern Ireland competition winner. She is a fitness biomechanics trainer. She has set up and run her own fitness club. And most importantly, she's a mum. So Zara, thanks for joining us on the show. Can you first of all start off by telling us how many kids you have and how old are they? Okay, so uh, I am the mum to one gorgeous little ginger princess. She is called Amber and um, she is four years old. Okay. Uh, I think I saw on your profile you referred to her as a bit fairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just definitely, um, I know people say it comes, it's all we girls, but definitely I think it's in the, the redhead. Um, there's definitely like a crazy temperament I, I there. I have a redhead as well. Well, how do you, like, well how's uh, yours? I can, can be angry. <laughs> very, <laughs> very. Uh, so... When you grew up, or when your kids grew up, what, what, how do you want to tell them what you've done, what you've done with your life? Well, I know, like myself, I've, the last few years have been very challenging, you know, so managing your own business and being a mum at the same time. And I think that, like, when Amber's older, I'll be able to tell her that, you know, that I worked very, very hard to ensure that we got to the point that we are at now. Um, it's actually really kind of rewarding at times that Amber now with her being four that she's she's actually nearly in the understanding that that you go to work to make money or you know and that's why we have um nice nice things or you know that we've got you know a lovely home and she can have nice clothes and I I want her you know to truly appreciate that everything that we done was for her and even at times that, um, you know, she's maybe saying, look, mama, you know, don't be going back to work again. Like, let's just stay with me. That I know that deep down she said, look, I know you have to go. And, you know, even though she only is four. And I think with her having that mindset now that when she gets a bit older, she'll say, look, you know, look, you know, I know he's done what he's did. And um, and that she, she will be grateful for it. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, for me, like, I always kind of see that you kind of have to lead by example because you have to make yourself happy as well and mm-hmm. show that to your kids. Definitely. So that when they grow up, I mean, that they have to be happy too. And, yeah. you know, that's important, you know. I'd agree with you on that because even, um, like, my actual past, I actually graduated as environmental health officer, mm-hmm. not anything to do with fitness. But I, you know what I mean, I wasn't actually, I, think, I wasn't thinking this is what I want to do, you know, and I think that's, you know, as you're saying, lead by example, that when Amber grows up she'll be like well do you know what you changed and you're doing something that you're really passionate about and yeah it was challenging but you did it for a reason and it all panned out okay. Brilliant and I mean how did that how did that transition happen from (laughs) environmental health officer to fitness? Um started done my degree in environmental health um got my first job was working at Manuri Morin District Council there for a couple of years and during that time frame I started getting really into the gym and then that's when the bodybuilding started to happen so Mm -hmm. while I was working I was an officer I was like competing and loving being in the gym but then when I went off for maternity leave with all the councils amalgamating together so they were making the super councils um, 
any temporary workers got let go and I unfortunately was one of them and when she was when I was off with her on maternity leave I was like what am I going to do I was like I don't really want to go back to environmental health I was like I don't want a nine-to-five job and at that point I had done my fitness instructing the year before um, and I thought you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna work in the gym I'm gonna you know do a few hours and you know means mm-hmm. I can be at home more and and then I wasn't expecting it to kind of kick off the way it did and I was very very fortunate that my bodybuilding background kind of gave me that extra wee edge or that we push that all of a sudden I was just flat out and here I am for nearly four years later. <laughs> brilliant brilliant can you kind of explain to me how that how that journey went from bodybuilding to where you are now? Um, like I remember seeing on one of your posts it was like year one yeah uh, what was that? How did that go? So again? year one um, was <laughs> my husband. Actually, well, it was my husband at the time. Took me for a date, and we went to the Ulster Hall to watch one of the shows. And I remember sitting in the audience thinking, "What oh, are these people? They've got no clothes on." Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, thinking that's amazing. Um, the following year, we went to support a friend in Italy who was competing in the same show, but it was at the world level, and that's when he proposed to me. Then. So, then the following year, we're back round to Northern Ireland and I actually was competing and that's the first year that I won. Brilliant. Then, where were we? Then we got married. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, 12 days later, we were having a baby. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And it just kind of went quick. So then we're into, I had her and within nine months later, I was back on stage again. I regained my Northern Ireland title. Where were we after that? I competed that whole year and it was a hard year. Like... I don't know. I think it just felt like I wanted to prove it to myself mm-hmm. and I'd done a few shows that year while she was small. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. But lucky enough, they kind of said, they actually were like, you know, we'd really be interested in you coming aboard as a judge. So kind of the last few years I've been awesome. act- yeah, doing that. Brilliant, brilliant. And like, what was it like going from, uh, I mean, when you're pregnant, obviously your body the way it goes I mean how how difficult was it going from like from the first time you won to the second time you maybe won very two different experiences um obviously like pre-baby um you're I was younger my body hadn't gone through as much and um even like things for like for a bodybuilding show it's about obviously it's your physique you know it's how how well the best it can be and I'd had a baby, you know, and my skin and everything had changed and, you know, that trying to get into the same shape again, even though my body had changed, was was so much harder. But it was really strange because I had never intended to compete again. You know, when she was, I suppose she was, what, six or seven months old, I kind of was that busy with my new found um, PT business that, like, I started getting into really good shape really quickly but it was because I had that on the sideline and it kind of just happened. Um, I never. I think that anyone who um, is trying to get into shape after having a baby, it wouldn't be as quick or as, as natural as that because that was my job and that's why it made it easier. So any other lady who's maybe thinking, well, how did you do that so quick? You know, it was it was hard, but I was doing, you know, exercise and then my, my PT business on the side. So there was like, I was doing double nearly, which isn't normal or recommended yeah. <laughs> really. But um, yeah. I mean, no, it's great to see because uh, for me, get up and dad is almost like, oh, your whole life changes when you have a baby, but, mm-hmm. and you almost kind of lose something. But yeah. for me, get up and dad is kind of like, you still want to keep everything 
you know yes. you still want to keep parts of yourself as uh-huh. well as thing and it's great to see that you've been able to do that you know yeah no i think people do lose their identity very quickly you know or or you know so you have to like we'll keep those wee interests that you had and that's why i think i felt like i had something to prove to myself and i'm glad i did it but it's it's behind me now right, yeah. <laughs> okay. so what would you say is your favorite get up and mum thing to do with the kids what would you, what's the one thing where you go you know what tough day i'm way here um so what's funny and I look at my my sisters are one of those people who gets up and like they're like right what we're we doing we're going for this big drive we're doing this and I go oh, that actually just makes me tired thinking about that mm. we have quite hectic lives you know like I work long hours and unsociable ones and um, my husband's self-employed as well so our household's very you know the business is like a big drive we actually just love doing nothing you mm-hmm. know so see on a morning that I can say Amber is always asking right what are we doing today or where am I going you know and um, she's checking to say well am I going to nursery today or am I going to see nanny and I love being able to say nothing it's like it's just me and you and she'd be like you know oh, what are we going to do and I love just being able to not have to rush out the door you know just to be able to yeah. sit in her jammies you know and I can sit with my coffee and me and her can sit and snuggle on the sofa while she's watching one of her youtube channels that she's addicted to and i love that and then if we think well she she loves going swimming you know we things like that nothing nothing too far away just kind of staying around the house and just spending like good quality time without like the the stressful push of having to get out you know i know it can be stressful sometimes just trying to get somewhere on cues just Mm -hmm. (laughs) pop me over the edge so uh what what are you highly interested in right now? What are you what, what's kind of interesting you right now? With like hobbies or like business? Hobbies, or... business, life, kids, anything. Do you know what? Like it's really sad that I don't actually really have any other hobbies apart mm-hmm. from kind of work and like family. There's never really I suppose there's not really a lot of time um to kind of fit anything else in. I'm quite like simple that I I just quite like the the relaxing side of things, but with myself is that um, I have through my whole like fitness journey and with working that going from the bodybuilding side of things to where I am now what I would be interested mostly in is like keeping myself fit and mobile you know mm. being a bodybuilder I wasn't really that mobile like you're really stiff what, and what rigid you mean, what do you mean mobile trying to get out of the house <laughs> no right. like so like um kind of you lose your flexibility Okay. You know, okay. so we talk about how mobile you are around your joints and like being able to uh, okay. comfortably do something without something feeling, oh, that's really tight. Or so I've like my body's changed and yeah, I'm not in the same good shape that I was in them, but I feel so much better. And that would be a real interest of me. And I love that's why um, I went and done the biomechanics diploma okay. because it's all like assessment of your shoulders, hips, knees, and feet. And it's made me like it's kind of like rebirthed my ideas of well, what is exercise like, and what is movement? And I, I'm always sitting thinking of weird and quirky ways that like I can get people moving without realizing that they're actually helping themselves. You know, it's like a more fun way to do things. What do you mean, like like getting them to exercise without exercise? Yeah, like maybe? you know, like it's silly things like you know, well, getting them to rotate in a certain way or picking up a ball and moving to certain places. And they'd be like, well, what's this doing? It's just like, well, you're using all the functional movements that you would during the day. Like, you know, when you're reaching into a cupboard or doing this. And it's it's those kind of things that 
we should be doing, you know. So before when I was doing bodybuilding, you were doing, you know, strict movements in a in a pattern that probably doesn't mimic everyday life. You know, if you're pressing something up above your head constantly, that's not really what you do every day. You kind of maybe do this or across the ways. So it's kind of those things are really interesting me at the moment, and that's I've got big plans in the next six months of how I'm going to bring that all in. So, uh, so what do you think you've learned from what you've been doing? how you're going to teach your kids or what what have you learnt from what you do uh, that you really want to teach your kids and uh, this could be yeah. from a business perspective bodybuilding perspective you know anything i think it's, i'll chat to you on like kind of like a healthy perspective or so going what i was already touching about you know bodybuilding is a certain mindset um and i'm not that's not my focus anymore and I sit because I'm working with people, you know, on a daily basis. A lot of them are parents, and you hear about different um, situations they're going through where, like, you know, their children are worried about their weight, or you know, because maybe they're they're you know they're more on the obese side of um, the spectrum or the other side, and it's actually really sad, you know. And I'm sitting thinking, it's like, is that like I don't remember it being like that when I was that young, and I. I'm because Amber like knows that I work in a gym and like sometimes she's got to come in the odd time you know she come in with daddy and she's got to sit and pick something up and she's starting to understand you know what you know what exercise is and I'd be like right come on Amber we're going to do some squats and I want her to to have that in her head that like being healthy is really important and um it's one funny thing that we have in our household is that like um, we would squeeze each other in the hips and like you know what we call it our fatties because I want her to really you know feel comfortable that it's okay to have like you know we wobbly bits you know and just to be normal because and I, like a lot of a lot of people are too much worried about their self-image especially parents and if that's the role model for their children like that's that worries me so I'm kind of so I want I'm just trying to teach her that um, she can have fun you know with me doing exercise and that hopefully that um she's going to follow in behind me and do the same and not like take it too seriously I, I don't I'm not saying I would never promote bodybuilding because I do because I love it but I would rather her you know think the way I'm thinking now that like movement yeah. is is for just like function and that daily life you know making sure that you're fit and healthy and see in terms would you find that a lot of parents you would find yourself talking about that to a lot of parents do you know it's it's probably but not especially so, their clients maybe that you're working with i would never like if if a client is confiding in me about like their own children i probably wouldn't comment on it because i don't feel like it's maybe my position to because i'm not like trained in that kind of area um because that would be like a big nutrition side but what i do find is that a lot of parents are saying to me is there anything that my kids could do could they come to this class or could they you know do you know of anything at, at in their age range in the area and there's really not yes kids do exercise in school but obviously once they get up to a certain and age it kind of drops off are these age age range kids are they maybe younger kids or maybe older like 11 plus or probably or 11 to 16 that 11, really 16. really kind of um hard time when things change because mm. you know they start to hit teens and they don't really care i know my nephew over in England like my sister's like he just doesn't want to do anything I've tried everything you know he just wants to sit and sit on the floor playing Lego or on his iPad and like 
I, I'm sure you know yourself, like when we were that age, like you were out running around, you know, yeah. and we don't mm-hmm. have that now. And there doesn't seem to be enough for kids to do. I know there is teams and like football clubs, but maybe a lot of kids don't fit into that, yeah. you know, and I have. So now, like, I'm actually getting a lot of mums bringing um, their teenagers with them okay. um, and they're doing it together. And it's lovely to see because they're actually encouraging each other or it actually, sometimes there's been some of the, the elder teenagers says, look, I'm coming and I really want to get mum in, you know, so it's actually the young ones bringing the older ones in, which is just fantastic. Brilliant. So what age groups would you be working with then? Um, well, primarily like my, my normal clientele would range from 18 up to about 50. Um, but I do have some plans coming ahead that that will be incorporated in a slightly younger age range um, from that 11 to 16 bracket. Okay, brilliant. And, you know, you're really busy. You know, you, you've obviously did loads and you're still working away. I mean, how do you, how do you find getting that uh, mum work balance? <laughs> um, well, it's definitely a lot better than it used to be. But so starting off, you know, with my own business was like any, I think, new business, you're really busy and you're putting every hour you can into it because you want it to be a success. And definitely the balance wouldn't have been there at the beginning. Um, because I've been, you know, what, nearly four years at this, I'm in a better position now that I can actually go, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying yes to anymore. I'm going to have that day. So I'm I'm fortunate, and that is one of the good things about being self-employed, that I'm not stuck to Monday, 9 to 5, that, yes, I do maybe a couple of 12-hour shifts in the week, but that means that I can actually have a full day off with Amber, you know, um, and that's great because then I actually don't feel as guilty. Not that you should feel guilty about running your own business because you have to do what you have to do to support the family, but... Um, I'm actually able to take that little bit of time if I need to, even with the flexibility of my own schedule, like I could, like I could just move clients about and take a wee bit extra time if I needed to, but um, the balance isn't always there. And yes, with my hours being slightly unsociable, like I am out, I work three, three late nights, so to maybe eight or nine, um, and Amber will be long sleeping. And that is tough, um, but I know there's people who are, a lot worse yeah. off or you know doing longer shifts I mean I'd be in a similar situation yourself where I'm where everything is kind of moved around you know mm-hmm. I would maybe be filming in the evening and then I'd maybe take during a day off or just take a full day off yeah. and again sometimes there's full weeks where I'm doing 12 mm-hmm. hour shifts sometimes but uh, I think for me I think it would be more difficult if I was working 9 to 5 and trying mm. to organize stuff i just i just think that would be harder as such and i think it's yeah. easier maybe there's just maybe there's a balance maybe because i've never done it before yeah you know? but even like i sit and think like people who do work nine to five monday to friday like it's easy if say if i have an pr- appointment for myself i can kind of fit that in exactly and not have to do that on a saturday when i'm with amber so people who don't have that luxury they have so much more to fit in you know on their day off which is probably more stressful or you know they can't maybe get as much done so they're definitely the balance is there but it's kind of just a weave it all over the yeah, show yeah <laughs> i know i know uh so you've been doing what you're doing, doing now for how many years uh it's coming up to four coming to four years so during that time what have you found difficult uh, especially with becoming a mum well, there'll be a couple of difficulties <laughs> oh yeah so um, right, go for it I would say, well, the first one's probably taking time off. So mm. I suppose that comes into the whole balance thing. But 
when you know you're when you're self-employed nobody's kind of paying you to take time off and also it's more like you feel like you have a duty to mm-hmm. your customers you know so it's like I you know if I say I'm taking a few days they're like what am I going to do like where, where am I going to go yeah. so you're like well sure I'll come in for a couple hours you know and you do do that and like that kind of repetitiveness you know that pattern has kind of been going on the last few years and so that will be one kind of difficulty um the other would be sometimes doubting I was like what why am I doing this? You know, yeah. would Amber be better if I did just go back to environmental health? You know, like, and like, would she be better off if I was just there every day? And mm-hmm. um, it's having those wee doubts thinking, why am I doing this? You know, like, is, you know, am I doing right by her all the time? Um, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm glad that I've, I've persevered with it because if you stop at what your passion is, then you're not going to be overly unhappy, you know, yeah. in your other job. And, your happiness is your mental health and I think that's really important as a parent like if I'm if I'm not feeling strong in my mind that's gonna you know ref- come into my household and Amber's gonna feel that so for her to see that I'm um, passionate and have a drive about what I'm doing I think that's you know a much better way to be. Yeah exactly I completely agree with you uh, I mean you have to look after yourself and you have to show them that you're looking after yourself mm-hmm. so that they will do the same whenever you kind of let them go yeah you know? absolutely so it is it's all about for me it's all about leading for example yeah and when you say you took time in terms of you taking time off you're talking about your maternity oh or, no i mean like um you know like holidays, like holidays and stuff <laughs> all right okay okay yeah. i know I, yeah i get it see so trying to take time off you're always sitting there at the age going selfie when you're self-employed do I, uh, you're trying not to check your email mm-hmm. and stuff and you're getting messages from yeah. people and you're maybe thinking, oh, I could sort this out in five minutes. I know. But sometimes you just have to shut down and just mm-hmm. say stuff up like, you know. Just even at night time, I'm still going checking. I'm just checking this, doing this. And it's like, I just have to keep putting my phone away. It's like, right, we can't do this. Just relax. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard to mm-hmm. just relax and just shut down. It's uh, it's just hard just to turn off, you know. I know. So mm-hmm. it is, but... What can you do when you love it? Do you love it? Like, That's it. You know? uh, so it's 2019. What what would you tell yourself pre-mum with the experience you have now? It's going to be really challenging. Um, I don't think anyone kind of gears you up enough or like, I don't think you really understand what parenting and being having your own business will look like. It's definitely been a lot harder than I ever thought it would be. Um Amber has been <laughs> a challenging child and it is that hair but then a lot of it is like we joke it's like it's myself and my husband because we've both got two strong personalities and she's just a minute version of us amplified <laughs> um but I think as I was saying there like you know the difficulties in sitting thinking that am I doing the right thing there was a time there that I thought as it's like I don't know if I can do this anymore um but I had got to a point um in the journey that I thought, no, I was like, this has to change. It's like, I'm, I'm like slogging my guts here and I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere or it's not getting any easier. It's like, I can't be doing this for the next few years. But if somebody had said to me, like, you know what, just keep sticking at it, you know, um, and I'm so glad that I, I, I did. And as I was saying, I do have some plans ahead. Um, but I don't think anyone can really like, I don't think because everything every journey is going to be different and every like every um 
child is going to be different. I think that's one thing is wrong with is that like before you have kids, you think it's going to be like this or you've watched other people and, and their kids are like that. And then when you do have your own, you're going, well, why are yours like that? Like my Amber doesn't do that. My mm. Amber's like this. And there's so much, you know, and it's all those comparisons, but everyone's situation is different. Mm. Like nobody, um, like me and my husband are both self-employed. So my friend, you know, who's got a child the same age, like, Maybe they're not self-employed, so their you know their environments can be different. So their routine is going to be different, and what you think is normal um, is again different. So I, I don't think I don't know what advice I'd really give myself pre-mum mm-hmm. because it's just just stick at it. It's, yeah, it's going to be a challenge, and you just have to keep believing that you're doing the right thing. And as long as you know, if I like I look at Amber, I know that she is good and healthy she's really really intelligent you know all of her developments is perfect so we're doing something right you know she's a really happy child so I'm like I think we've, we've we've definitely gone down the right path you know we're doing good by her brilliant brilliant so uh, for you what's what's the next big thing then okay so I kind of was <laughs> touching on it slightly um so the last seven months I kind of had changed my business so I moved out of a, a big gym and went into a private studio um so I've been over in the Sega hotel and you know what it's been brilliant and that I needed that kind of wee boost because I was sitting thinking I was at a point going I need to do something here so expanding out and branching out on my own has been really really fantastic um but then I'm what the type of person that like I'm never sitting still I'm thinking well what can I do next what's next you know and the next thing did come along um so I've just taken on um Drumgore Community Centre just in Craigavon um and it's a fantastic building that I actually grew up in so that was my like my childhood um area and I am trying to create like a community kind of family fitness centre okay so at the moment yes I'm quite restricted in that I don't have a lot of space in the hotel um, and yes there is some kids coming with their parents but I want to kind of push that there a little further um, that parents will maybe be coming along and doing um, like jiu-jitsu or something in the centre mm-hmm. or you know whatever it may be but I'm in a really good area like you know with there's so much residential area around here and there's so many schools and I would love to really be able to reach out to them and get um more adults and kids coming through um so that's really that's actually going to be i'm opening next monday have a wee launch night this friday um and it's just i'm gonna have so much space and the opportunities there are just amazing um so it's going to be um a busy few months i I hope (laughs) Um, but definitely um it's for me that was the end goal this is like um the dream you know for mm-hmm. me to have this so this is definitely so as i'm so glad that i never gave up and that i kept pushing and i kept pushing for what my passion was because now i'm getting to that point where i'm gonna have i'm gonna have it all and um i'm gonna be able to offer so many more services let's get up and If you'd like to see any more of Zara's stuff, head over to her Instagram. She's on her Facebook or anything? Uh, just it? Unity Fitness. Unity um, Fitness. And then the Instagram is Unity Fitness NI. And BNL Productions have produced this podcast. So if you could head over and you know like them too. So guys, thanks for listening.